Welcome. This is Anika Nicole, a certified spiritual life coach. You're listening to a Soulful Rebellion podcast. This show is here to help you overcome toxic religious programming so that you can live life more authentically. I coach people who are going through a spiritual awakening journey by helping them move past limiting beliefs, affirm their true identity, and walk according to their divine calling. If all that resonates, then this show is created especially for you. Hello, this is Anika Nicole. Today, I'm going to talk about how to rebuild your life after leaving religion. Now, this episode is for those of you who were raised or spent a long amount of time under a specific religious umbrella and are now going through a spiritual awakening such that it's causing a major shift in your beliefs. And now you may be confused, even scared, and don't know what to do. This episode is for you. I know for most people listening to this episode, that may be christianity so first up before we get into it one thing i want to talk about is recognizing religious fundamentalism so what is religious fundamentalism the term fundamentalism can be used in very different religious contexts and texts to describe the devotion and strict loyalty to a set of principles or ideas religious fundamentalism is the approach of those religious groups that look for the literal interpretation of original religious texts or books believing that teachings obtained from this kind of reading must be used in all social, economic, and political aspects. Religious fundamentalists believe that only one view of the world can be true, and their view is the only one. There's no room for ambiguity or multiple interpretations. Religious fundamentalism is constructing an identity to unify the individual and community or institutions of behavior with the norms that that come from God's laws and their interpretation is the responsibility of the powerful reference, which is the media between God and humanity. And now that definition was pulled from an article uh, titled Religious Fundamentalism, Individuality and Collective Identity, a case study of two student organizations in Iran. For those of us who love literacy and literal research, I'll include that also in the show notes, but just naming where I got that definition from. So the harm of religious fundamentalism is that it leaves very little room, if any at all, for different points of view. And in some communities, simply just voicing or acting out on an opposing viewpoint can lead to harm and or being excommunicated from that community. Even for those who are emboldened to step away from such communities may find themselves in a place of despair, confusion, or feeling lost. I know that a few of you are in this place just based on the conversations we've had Uh, I know that there are some of you that are either battling with the decision to walk away from your spiritual community or have walked away, but now have no idea on how to move forward. So again, I want to dive into what you can do now. This episode is for you. So the first thing is to be comfortable with the gray areas of life. If you were taught that everything in life was either black or white, you may find it hard to get used to the gray areas of life. The reality is there are many things in life that don't have a clear-cut, straightforward answer. Being a part of a religious community, you may have been taught the idea that there's only one right way or one true answer to certain of life's questions or life's principles. But when you're walking away and you're going through a spiritual awakening, you're going to realize that there's a lot out there that we don't really know the truth about or we don't really have a full or firm understanding about or 
There are multiple ways to think about it. Some examples. Marriage is an eternally binding agreement made before God. Therefore, divorce is a sin. But what if the couple has irreconcilable differences? Or what if the relationship is abusive? Another one could be that drinking alcohol is a sin or drinking wine is a sin. But Jesus turned water into wine. We drink wine for Holy Communion. So this just goes to show where... And these are just, you know, a few simple examples, but this goes to show where, yes, it might be helpful to lean on sacred texts for guidance and support when we are looking for guiding principles and how to govern our lives and how to act and how to use moral judgment. But there's so many places in our lives where it's not a direct, straightforward, applicable situation. And it can lead to a lot of gray areas or there's so much room left up to interpretation around it. So when you're rebuilding your life after leaving your spiritual community, your eyes are going to be open to all the gray areas of life within your religion. And even more so when you come into contact with other experiences in the world that might be outside of that community. I always say go at the pace that you are comfortable with. You don't have to force yourself to accept everything all at once. But where it makes sense to allow yourself to sit with the discomfort of not having all the answers or not having the perfect just right answer for everything. Because life is complex. Life is complicated. And so now, how do you support yourself in this area? Well, continue on the path of self-exploration through reading, meeting new people, and having more conversations with others who have an opinion or a way of life or a way of thinking that's different from yours. It doesn't mean that you have to accept everything that you hear, read, or see, but it may help and to broaden your perspective and help you to learn a bit more about yourself and your own spiritual standing. The next thing is to give yourself time to grieve. We all know that when you're in a certain community, especially in a lot of religious communities, you form a lot of strong friendships and strong bonds with the people there. You had leaders that you once looked up to that were guiding you on your spiritual journey at a point. You built strong relationships and friendships within that community. You might yourself have also have held um, a leadership role and had people that came to you and looked up to you. So understanding the pain that can come along with leaving your community or leaving your religious community behind is it's important right now to focus on your healing and not converting. I know one thing for people who are new to the spiritual awakening journey or stepping away from one religious or spiritual community, the first thought is like, okay, so what new church, new spiritual religion or philosophy do I need to adapt next? And if you're in, you know yourself better than I, so you know whether or not it's a right time. But honor where and check into where you may need to do some more healing before you start considering that step. You don't have to pick a religion, a new church, or spiritual community right now. If you're still attending the church that you're contending with, that's okay too. Leave when you're ready. Take breaks if you need to, if that makes better sense. But it's important in this moment that you give yourself the necessary time to heal as you are trying to figure things out. Just remember that God loves you as you are and fully understands your need for time and space right now. 
Your grievance may be coming from multiple things. As already named, one of them could be loss of community, a loss of friendship, pain from mistreatment, not being acknowledged. So, I mean, the list goes on and I'm pretty sure a lot of you experience so many different things. And you need time to work through that before considering where else you're gonna move to next and build new relationships. So this leads me right to my next point is to consider getting treatment if what you're experiencing is bringing up a lot of feelings of depression and anxiety for you. Walking away from all you may have known, your family, your friends, is not easy. It is very understandable why you may be going through a lot of emotional pain as a result of that experience. As a supportive friend, I encourage you to seek treatment. You know, there are a lot of mental health professionals that are becoming more and more aware of what is now um, termed as religious trauma or spiritual abuse. There are more therapists that are doing some education around that and learning how they can best support clients that are dealing with those things and are doing more work in understanding how grievances with our spirituality or religious background can lead to depression or certain other mental health things. Because you have to recognize for some of you, it might not just be that the whole foundation of your beliefs is just being shaken up. Along with that experience may come anger and hurt and resentment towards God. So be wary of that. I'll leave a link in the show notes for a resource. Um, It's called Reclamation Collective. I'm pretty sure if you look up reclamationcollective.com. I'm not I'm just familiar with them. I don't have any relationship with this organization. Just familiar with them and find them as a great resource to help in finding therapists that specifically help support individuals with dealing with this process and managing and navigating through this process. So it's reclamationcollective.com and I'll also leave a link to it in the show notes. So get help if you need to. So now the next thing is that You can start to live for yourself and take back your power. The beauty of your life now is that you have the freedom to create the life in the way that you want it to. You don't have to feel bound by beliefs or rules that you are forced into following. So I want to be clear. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a sense of moral or ethics. You can think back to like what beliefs or what principles from your religion or your faith still holds true for you today and take those parts and take those pieces as you move forward. Another step you can take towards rebuilding your life after leaving religion is to connect with others who are going through similar things. When you're ready to put yourself out there, it is important to find a community of people that you can relate to, that shares in the experience and understands what you've been going through. And there are many different places where you can look to to find such communities, one being Facebook groups, I already have one that you may be familiar with. Some of you are probably are already in it rather. And it's called Awakening to Sovereignty. You can just search it on Facebook. Um, And I also will include a link to it in the show notes for those of you to make it easier for those of you to connect that are interested. But you can also reach out and connect to people that are going through similar things that you find on social media, on Instagram, or even look for local spiritual communities or events around you or meetup groups where you feel comfortable and safe to attend 
um, to connect to other like-minded individuals. I want to acknowledge that I know the transition from leaving your religion to going through a spiritual awakening can be hard. Walking away from your spiritual community is not easy. And it does come with a lot of feelings that we don't really want to have to come face to face with. But know that it is important for you to take your time, honor where you are in the journey, and that God is still with you every step of the way. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Love a Soulful Rebellion podcast? Well, here are a few ways that you can support. Write a raving review or leave a five-star rating wherever you are listening. Share this episode on social media or with a friend. Also, if you'd like to connect with me, Anika Nicole, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at a Soulful Rebellion. Thanks again, and don't forget to subscribe so that you're notified as soon as the next episode is out.